housing for the aged action group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof! We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, you're listening to Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR, bringing you news about well, older people's housing justice. Uh, my name is Shane, I'm here with Fiona. How are you doing, Fiona? I'm good, thanks, Shane. How are you? Well, I've felt better, but <laughs> battling through. Um, Fiona, HAG has its 2021 annual general meeting coming up later this week, tomorrow, in fact. No, no, uh, not tomorrow, next 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 thursday well we should have really thought this through before we started the recording <laughs> but never mind next thursday thursday week yeah uh, maybe for some of our podcast listeners it will indeed be tomorrow that's really what i was thinking about or maybe even yesterday <laughs> even yesterday weeks ago who could say um fiona why don't you tell us about this mysterious agm that which nobody seems able to pin down the exact date of <laughs> so the agm is on the 18th of november so um, this time, because COVID restrictions have eased somewhat, we will be doing a mixture of both face-to-face and online. So it will be a hybrid meeting. Um, we do have a capacity limit on the meeting room here at Ross House, which is in the CBD of Melbourne. So um, some people will be able to come and when that capacities reached we'll have to ask people to join via zoom but we've done it before and it works okay it's no big stress um, to do that so hopefully that will work out well and, and do one... people need to be vaccinated to attend yes they do double vaxxed please double vaxxed with your certificate yep. um, and the people who are joining via zoom or via the phone obviously won't have access to the fancy and amazing snacks that we will provide on the snacks? day now you're yes. talking my language i know there you go some incentives to attend Um, But as well as the usual formalities of the AGM, which will be um, the office bearers and the financial reports and all that kind of stuff, um, we'll be presenting our annual report. And we will also be talking about our plans for the upcoming federal election and some of our federal election campaigning. Um, So listeners who have been tuning into the show over the last couple of weeks will have been hearing excerpts from our at-risk forum that we held. Um, As a result of that forum, we've been doing some work with lobbying federal politicians to invest more in um, public and community housing and more services for older people. And so we've got this really fancy new advocacy kit to help people meet with their MPs and we'll be launching that on the day. Um, And we'll also, excitingly, be hearing from our new worker who has just commenced with the organisation and she is in the aged care system navigator role. Um, And so that's a really great segue to what we've got coming up soon. But before I get on to that interview, I just want to say that people who are interested in coming to the AGM next Thursday, it starts at 11 o'clock. Um, If you want to come in person, it's really, really important that you let us know that you're coming so we can work out the numbers for the room capacity and also check that you're double vaxxed. 
Um, and you can also join via Zoom and the details are on our website or you can give us a call at the office and we'll give those details out later. But please, please, please let us know if you're coming. Yeah, so do grab a, a pen and paper if you want to take down those the contact information at the end of the show. Uh, we would love to see you for some special snacks and also, you know, a little bit of hag business. Yeah, and some exciting face-to-face -face, um, chats, hopefully, which will be good. Um, but, yeah, so the System Navigator, we've had this program on for a while. It's about um, helping people get onto the aged care system if they need it. And our new worker, Steph, I, I chatted with her earlier today she started a little while ago um, and she was in the office with me so I interviewed her about what she's been doing and um, that interview's coming up now so we might just go straight to that and um, and then we'll we'll talk to you after it's finished so here's Steph so I've asked you in today to ask some questions about what it is that you're doing um, and also to explain to the listeners a little bit about um, aged care and what supports they might have. But before we start, would you be able to tell us a little bit about how long you've been working at HAG and how you've been finding it so far? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I've worked in a lot of companies um, in my career, but this has been the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a background in aged care as well. You come from... The... Yeah, I've worked in the aged care all my life, all my adult working life um, in service provision, like actually doing the care, um, being with people um, in their homes. And I've worked in nursing homes as well. And I've also trained carers, how to be carers um, at TAFE. Um, so I've sort of approached it from different angles, but this is another angle again. Yeah, cool. So it's great. I get to be at the start of the process of people getting those services. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe tell us a little bit about that. So, so what is it? What is the aged care system navigator, and how do you help help older people? Yeah. So basically, to get um, help at home, you need to register with my aged care. Um, unfortunately, you can't just walk into a building that says My Aged Care on it. You either have to go on the website, myagedcare.gov.au, or you can. there's a phone number you can call. But um, And that's how you get the process started. But that's um, quite daunting for a lot of people. A lot of people don't have access to a computer um, or they might have access to a phone, but, like, they're a bit um, hesitant about calling. Um, so we help them through that process. So we help them get initially registered, either making the phone call with them. We can do a three-way phone call with My Aged Care, um, helping them through the process of getting assessed, um, helping them to link in with services once they get assessed. So it can take a while. It can, you know, it might take a couple of months, even longer for, for some um, packages. But we, we're there every step of the way until they don't need us anymore. That's great. Yeah. And so if there's issues with, with, the, with the registration or with people confused about letters that they might receive or things like that, are you able to, to assist people understand that stuff as, as well? Yeah, we can be their representative if they want us to. So with their consent, we can act on their behalf with My Aged Care. We can call My Aged Care for them and we have access to their with their consent, um, their My Aged Care portal, which is linked through their MyGov, My, MyGov account, um, and we can help them track their journey. And find out what's yeah, going on. Yeah. yeah. So if you miss that letter in the mail, if you miss that phone call, we can, we can track it, see where that happened. We can talk to the assessors. We can, yeah, we can basically help you through that whole process so that you don't fall through the cracks in the system. Yeah. yeah. 
And so how have you been getting the word out about the, about the service? What have you been doing to let people in the community know, apart from obviously today, talking on the radio, <laughs> but, but what other things have you been yeah, doing? Yeah, well, we've got some um, nice brochures now and some posters. So we've been going around to the libraries and neighbourhood houses and places like that and letting them know about the service. We've been contacting other um uh, services that provide services for older people um, and just, you know, letting letting people know that, you know, we're, we're there. It's a free service, totally confidential. Um, you know, you don't need to have any uh, criteria, you know, to apply. Um, but we, um, yeah, we can just, we can help you through the process and, um, you know, if there's anything, any barriers that you have, to accessing um, the service, we can help. Yeah, yeah, so those barriers might be things like not having the internet at home or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or not being, you know, not having a MyGov account. Yeah. And not having it linked to My Aged Care. Yeah. Not being able to track your, what's going on, mm. um, you know, um, or not being, you know, being hesitant about ringing the government, you know, and accessing um, services because a lot of people have had maybe a bad experience with the government or, you know, um, and they're just, yeah, so we can help you overcome any barriers you have to accessing aged care. I guess the other question that people often have is, like, they think that if they get registered on my aged care that someone's going to force them into a nursing home against their will, is yeah. it? No, yeah. not at all. You have complete choice through the whole process. So at any point in the process you can say, no, I don't want that service. You can choose which service provider is going to provide the service for you. You can say, no, I don't want them, I don't want them, I want these people. And even once you're linked with the service provider, you if you don't like the person that comes to your home, you can ring them and say, look, I don't, don't send that person again, I didn't like them. Mm. You know, can you please send someone else, mm. you know? And if you're not happy with the whole service, you can choose another service provider. Mm. So you can say, no, I don't like you guys, I'm going to go with someone else. Yeah. yeah. And and when you say services, what sort of things are we talking about? We're not talking about nursing homes and residential care necessarily. We're talking about things in people's homes. Yeah. So what sort of things, and I guess this is what you used to do in your old job too. Yeah. yeah maybe you could describe the kinds of things that people might be might be available to. Yeah. So sort of a personal care, helping with showering, um, helping with um, if you need help getting dressed, um, if you need help with toileting, if you need help with going to the shops, doing your shopping, um, if you need help um, in the... We do a bit of gardening service. Um, there's some gardening services around. Um, getting rails and things installed in your bathroom and kitchen, um, getting um, physio, podiatry, those sorts of services. So there's quite a lot of services uh, that it covers. Mm. Um, and not el everybody's eligible for everything, yeah. but you have an assessment and they work out, you know, what you're eligible for. Mm. Um, sometimes uh, it's free, but sometimes there is a small cost involved. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's quite minimal. Yeah. Yeah, because the funding is there to, you know, help people access the services. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the idea is to keep people staying in their own homes yeah. as long as possible. Definitely. And that's actually the government's... Um, uh, agenda now they've realized that it's 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 in their interest to keep people at home for as long as possible living as in, independently as possible in their own home yeah so that's why they're they're realizing putting more money into home care because it's actually cheaper to keep people at home than build all these nursing homes yeah you know that's so, people want to be anyway that's right yeah and that's their goal to keep the goal is for 
to keep people at home living as independently as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. 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 So nobody is going to force, um, you know, uh, through this system, you can't be forced into a nursing home. You know, you can stay at home for as long as possible, you know, with the supports that you need. Yeah. 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 And so um, you mentioned that there was a cost. I guess there's no cost to our service either. If people are worried about those sorts of things and want to know how much it might cost, that's something else that you can answer or is that more a service provider it's answer? It's a service provider, but I can, you know, if you um, if you need help accessing and talking to the service provider, I can help you do that. And, and yeah. maybe explaining what different things mean and things like that as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so before you get linked up with a service provider they provide you with information you know and I can help you go through some some of that information and create a list of questions of what you want to ask the service provider mm. you know to make sure that you're choosing the right one mm -hmm. yeah. and the other question I guess is about the wait times do we know how long things take between getting registered and getting assessed and getting a service these there's days? different types of funding available mm -hmm. Some funding can happen, you know, within about a month of you registering, um, but there's other funding that can take quite a long time. So if you, there's four aged care packages, level one, level two, level three, and level four. If you get assessed for level four, it can, you can be on the waiting list for up to 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes longer. But what they do is in the interim, they provide you with a smaller level of funding yeah. to, to, do some of provide some of the care that you need yeah. while you're waiting for the higher level package. Yeah, yeah. and so the, I guess the message there is to get in as quickly as possible. Yes, yeah, yes. Even if you don't need help right now, if you get registered now and assessed, you're going to be in the queue um, for you know when you need help further down the line. Yeah. Even if you don't need as much help as you know you might initially think. As if you're in the system, it's going to be a much smoother process, mm. um, you know, to be on that waiting list. Mm. Um, and then, you know, if they ring up and say, do you need this? You could say, no, actually, I don't need it. But at least you're in in, in there, yeah, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I guess the other part of our system navigator service here at HAG is the bilingual volunteers. Um, would you be able to tell us a little bit about what what they do um, and 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 how they might be able to assist? Yeah, so we have some bilingual volunteers that speak um, about eight different languages. Um, that can be your first point of contact um, if you if English is not your first language, or you'd rather speak to someone in your preferred language. Um, we can assist you with that, um, and they can help you and help me. Um, with your um, providing your services. So uh, yeah, we can link you in with those people. We also have access to a uh, interpreter service, mm -hmm. which we use um, when we need it. Yeah, so English, not speaking English won't be a barrier. No, yeah, not at all. To, yeah. to jump over that, that hurdle as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So I might just finish up with asking the best way to get in contact with the service. So um, if people are interested in finding out more about our system navigator or also about aged care, um, the aged care system, what might be available, um, how do they best get in contact with you, Steph? Yeah, so they can call me on the HAG main intake number, which is 96547389, and just say I want to speak to Stephanie about aged care. Um, or we can you can email navigator at oldertenants.org.au and I'll reply to your email. So either way is fine. 
Um, and I can answer your questions. You don't have to ring up, you know, because you want to register. You can just, if there's any questions you have about aged care or about the process, happy to answer any questions. Yeah, and soon, hopefully, when COVID restrictions allow it, we'll be able to have face-to-face -face, um, people come into our office in the city as well. So one day soon, we hope to be able to offer that. But at the moment, it's via the phone and via email. Um, and also, we should say that there's a form on our website too, which is... Yeah, an inquiry form. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And the website address for that is oldertenants.org.au, but I'll pop that all in the show notes for people to read later. Lovely to have you in today, Steph. Thanks so much. <laughs> Been a pleasure. And we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Okay, yeah. bye. bye. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, Melbourne's Voice of Dissent. 3CR Community Radio, 855 on the AM dial, streaming live at 3cr.org.au or on 3CR Digital in Melbourne. When you compare an old growth forest compared to a forest which is regrowing after a disturbance like logging, they're actually quite different ecosystems. Generally, like older, wetter forests slow down the path of fire, and this is actually quite a well-known phenomenon. Historically, these big, large fires have been quite rare, but what we've seen in the last 20 years is they're becoming quite a lot more common. So we've had three in the last 20 years. This is definitely because of climate change, which is making our ecosystems a lot drier and the fire weather more intense. We need to keep radical voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. City Limits. Brought to us by the People's Committee for Melbourne every Wednesday at 9am. City Limits is Melbourne's only hour devoted to our urban environment. To transport and planning and housing issues. To privatisations and our utility services. To building and or maintaining a sense of community. 855 on the AM band, if we can hear it through the noise and find it through the smog. City, City Limits. Uh, you're still listening to Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR. Uh, Fiona, you mentioned yes. before that uh, HAG is going to be doing some federal election campaign. Uh, you're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Yes. For the unknown time in the future, sometime next year, federal election. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh, what sort of campaigning we're going to be doing exactly? Yeah, so we don't know when the election's going to be called, but people are tipping March next year, um, which gives us a little bit of time, which is good. So there's a few things that we're doing. One is um, we're working with the Everybody's Home campaign, which is a big, broad coalition of both housing providers, homelessness services, and just the general public and other service providers interested in housing 
to um, advocate for a couple of things that we all agree on, which is mainly building housing, more affordable housing. Wow. <laughs> it's a no-brainer, really, but it took a while to get there by the sound of it. Um, so what they're doing is focusing on a few marginal seats around the country and trying to encourage people in those marginal seats to go speak to their local MPs and also the candidates that might be running in those seats to raise awareness about the issue of housing. So we're also taking that approach. Um, we're working with a couple of our interstate colleagues, the Housing Older Women Network in Queensland, which is a fantastic group of older women, um, lots of whom have a lived experience of homelessness or a current experience of being at risk of homelessness. Very impassioned, powerful and awesome group of women um, who, and there happens to be quite a few marginal seats up in Queensland, so hopefully they'll be knocking on the doors of their local politicians. Um, and we also have some marginal seats in Victoria as well, so that gives us an opportunity down here to be able to speak to them. Um, so as well as the marginal seats, which for those that I'm sure most 3CR listeners are very well aware of the political system, but if not, it's those seats that may possibly swing from um, being in a currently a coalition um, seat to a Labor independent or Greens seat. So we're focusing on those ones. Um, but we also are aware that there needs to be a lot of discussion around um, older people and housing more generally across all of the different kind of political spectrums and all of the different current ministers. So we've got a little template on our website that is tips on how to request a meeting with your local representative. Um, it's got some policy asks that we're calling on um, and it's it just has some tips on how to set the meeting up and how to go to the meeting, what to ask beforehand, what to say during the meeting and what to say after the meeting. So if you've got the confidence to do that and you really want to meet with your local MPs, then those resources are on our website to help. Um, and I remember a few years ago, the retirement housing campaign had something similar. Do you remember, Shane, the Retirement Housing Matters campaign? Um, that was developed with Consumer Action Law Centre, CODA, VIC and retirement residents of Retirement Villages, Victoria. Uh, that campaign is still plugging along as well. You know, Fiona, with our four-point planks, four planks of uh, retirement housing, I don't know, advocacy demands, reforms that we want uh, of fairer fees, simpler contracts, uh, better conduct by managers, mandatory training and accreditation for managers and an ombudsman, better dispute resolution. Yeah, and that's a really good example of just how long things take sometimes to get any movement in, in politics. Um, so in a similar way, that's what this federal campaign will be doing. Um, so the asks that we're calling for are pretty simple. Um, we don't want to get too complicated because we know that people can get bogged down in a lot of detail about different sort of, you know, areas which may be a bit complex. But what we're basically saying is that, number one, ask, we need to increase the availability of safe, affordable and appropriate housing for older people at risk of experiencing homelessness. Um, and that includes a national housing strategy um, that addresses the shortfall of 500,000 low cost rental homes, which is what we believe is needed. Um, the second ask is investing in a service system to support older people before they reach the crisis. 
particularly raising the Commonwealth rent assistance, ensuring that the assistance with care and housing program is um, maintained and rolling out a similar service to the Home at Last service in other states. And the third thing is addressing gender inequality and ageism in Australia, um, which is really the root cause of a lot of the crisis, for, particularly for older women um, that, are, that are facing homelessness at this time. So, yeah, that's the federal campaign. Um, we'll be talking more about this at our AGM, but also all of that information is currently on our website, um, which is oldertenants.org.au, and there's a big button on the front page that says, I want action or I want change. Click that button and you'll get to the resources um, and you'll be able to jump on board. And, yeah, sounds like it could hopefully make a difference depending on how the election goes. That sounds great. Uh, I know that a lot of our members, a lot of our listeners are very keen to be involved in lobbying for real change. Yeah. Uh, so if that's you, you should come along to our AGM uh, and hear more about how you can get involved uh, or follow that link. Um, we will give out the contact information in just a minute because we are almost out of time for another week. Uh, I just want, before we finish up, to extend uh, the condolences from all of us at HAG to the friends and family of Mara Dimitriou, uh, who passed away recently. She was the last public housing tenant forced out of the serious departments in Sydney uh, after quite a long campaign to try and save the famous and historical building. Uh, she passed away recently. Uh, a staunch activist for public housing, uh, so RIP. Uh, Myra. That said, uh, we should give out our contact information for anyone who wants to get in touch. Uh, if you want to give us a call, either to get involved in some of the activism type stuff that Fiona's just been talking about, uh, or because you're a Victorian over the age of 50 with a housing issue and you need to get some advice about what you can do, you can give us a call on 9654 7389 or 1300 765 178. Uh, so that number again is 1300 765 178. Uh, you can find our website, oldertenants.org.au, or you can type Housing for the Aged Action Group into the search bar on Facebook or Twitter and find us those ways. Fiona, what were the dates and details for the AGM one last time? So, yes, the Housing for the Aged Action Group AGM, which, of course, you don't need to be a member to attend. You're most welcome to join up on the day if you'd like um, or just come along as a supporter. It's Thursday the 18th of November at 11 o'clock and it is at our Ross House address, which is um, 247 to 251 Flinders Lane in the city. The Flinders Street Station is the closest station and it's a very short walk to there. And we're on level four in the Hayden Ray Smith room. You'll have to check in and show your proof of vaccination, um, but you're most welcome to attend if you're double vaxxed. So come along. Fantastic. Well, we're out of time for another, another week. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk more about older people's housing justice. Bye. Bye. Say my name, say my name. No one 